We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adams, one-on-one slays there. And he reaches across. It's a touchdown. He just charged right ahead. Now watch. Everyone else will come and surround. They got the gold. <laughs> they got the gold. <laughs> they gave the ball to Aaron because it's his 400th touchdown pass. You see that? Adams was aware of it, and he made sure that Aaron walked away with the football. Like four hours before the game, somebody tweeted me. I was on Twitter, and, and somebody had tweeted out that he needed three more. He was at 397. He needed, he needed three more. So I made everybody on the team aware who's, who's a pass catcher. I said, whoever catches a third touchdown today, don't throw the ball. You know, keep that ball because I don't think Aaron has any of his, you know, his century mark touchdowns down passes. That is Jim Nance and company on the call. And then Devontae Adams talking about it after the fact. Welcome back to Bill Michaels Huddle, or the Bill Michaels Show, I should say, continues on. The Huddle itself coming up on Thursday night, 6 to 8, presented by Bud Light Seltzer, our terrific friends over there. Five-step filtration process ensures a cleaner finish, no lingering aftertaste, only 100 calories indulge yourself during the holidays cranberry grapefruit pineapple strawberry flavors go to budlight.com that is budlight.com joining us now on the schneider orange hotline our good buddy mike clemens is with us uh, michael Devonte adams big game yesterday obviously catching that pass from aaron Rodgers. uh when you talk about the 400th career pass i mean that's uh we're, we're, we're witnessing greatness yet again in the green bay packers organization well milestones has been the word you know, around 1265 in the past week. Uh, for some of these records, these guys are just blowing up now left and right. You know, it was like a year ago, Bill, I mentioned to you, I don't know, I didn't get the memo, but, you know, the beat writers, the eight or nine guys that write for the three major papers, for The Athletic, for ESPN, they started coming up with a lot of questions and angles just talking about, you know, maybe Devontae Adams is overlooked as a wide receiver. Look at the guy's numbers. Look at his skills. Look at how he comes off the line. Look what you know. Look at the the quotes, the reaction you get from opposing opponents, defensive coordinators, and corners about how good this guy's short game is. And so it went through a lot last season. And of course, Devontae then has the turf toe against these Eagles and misses four games, and the Packers go on a four-game winning streak. So there's been these this ups and downs, but there's kind of been this appreciation campaign. Uh, in the media for Devontae Adams, and why not? I mean, he's a great guy. He's he's honest. He's up front. He's available. He's extremely hardworking. He keeps coming back from these injuries and then just performs. He's on the same page. He's in sync with Aaron Rodgers like Jordy Nelson was uh, in the past. And so even Devontae had his own milestone. What is it? Um, Matt from The Athletics said it was it was 10 TDs and – a thousand yards in the first twelve games of a season that puts him in a category with um, uh, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. You know, just amazing milestones. And then you got Aaron Rodgers uh, throwing his four hundredth touchdown last night to Devontae after that incredible 
99-yard drive that start out. I mean, some of those passes that Rodgers threw last night and last weekend against the Bears, this guy is so in the zone right now. That deep one on the 99-yard drive, he starts at his first down, first and 10, and he hits Devontae down the right sidelines like 42 yards. Then he hits Alan Lazard later for 30-some yards. Then they end up with that 9-yarder for the touchdown. And Devontae talked about um, the significance of, of catching the 300 because the the three or rather the 400 the last milestone 300 touchdowns was a shovel pass to Ty Montgomery that was three mm-hmm. years ago so right. it took him three years to get 100 100 passes and Devontae talked about the significance of catching it from Aaron Rodgers it's something special to, to be a part of that because I caught I believe it was 200 and then that was my first touchdown so I got to keep that ball he let me keep that one and then uh 300 I think Ty kept or gave to the to the ref and then to be able to get 400 man I mean it's awesome it's, it's a lot of touchdowns to throw so it's cool for me but I think that he uh he wins in the coolness department on that I like the fact that he goes back and references uh, Aaron Rodgers did after the post game uh, Ruvel Martin an old uh, wide receiver that he worked with years ago. Who's now one of the assistant coaches with the wide receivers. Right. Who was Matt LaFleur's target as a wide receiver when LaFleur was the quarterback for Saginaw Valley State. So, you know, that's, that's what Aaron Rodgers. And Ravel is a really cool guy who uh, Aaron ruled with, I think, for a couple of years during his time with the Packers. So Rodgers talked about, you know, throwing that ball to Devontae getting to 400, and looking back on the career. It was a cool moment. And again, to throw it to him, he did all the work. You know, I look at, uh, you know, I feel like my 100th touchdown was a really good throw to JJ on the seam route. The other ones weren't extremely difficult touchdown throws. I'm proud of the number thrown to a lot of guys over the years who've been a part of that 400 number. I was talking to Ravel in the locker room. You know, he was congratulating me and said he was happy to have one of those 400. Um, and I remember it distinctly against the Saints. What I saw was pre-snap, there was two guys basically lined up real low uh, over uh, Devontae and I can't remember if it was Allen, I think it maybe in the slot as he came in motion, I saw the one guy running with him and the other guy backing off of Tay. Darius backed off of Tay, so I felt like I could maybe squeeze it past Barnett's arms there quickly and Tay would have kind of the whole field to run it in and that's what happened. That's what he did. So was that play designed to make sure that Devontae Adams caught that pass? You mean like, you know, for a happy T V ending? Like Aaron Rodgers to Devontae. Yes, and then the obvious bow and the crowning and the whole ceremony, you know? Right. Like, were they working on that at Friday's uh, practice or the Saturday run-through? Yeah, Matt LaFleur was asked, so, you know, did you know that was his 400th career TD on the line? So did you call a play so Devontae could catch it? Nope, and I don't want to (laughs) be. I don't want it to impact uh, a decision that, that we're going to make. I just think the ultimate goal is winning and those milestones, those they're, they're going to come. It's all about being productive and trying to make the best decisions possible. The ultimate team goal, it's always about winning first and foremost. And we've got a lot of guys that buy into that. And I'm very, very appreciative of that because certainly when, you know, Marquez is a, a prime example of that. Here's a guy that, I know we targeted him a couple times or whatever, and we were trying to draw some stuff up for him to to get downfield. But you know, he had he had no catches. But what what did you see on that seventy five yard run? You saw a guy that was battling his butt off, making key blocks down the field, and that is the epitome of team. And that's what I want us to be all about. 
And he, you did see Marquez Vada scaling. The other guy you saw down there was uh, David Bakhtiari, which uh, David Bakhtiari on that 77-yard run by Aaron Jones was down there as well. So uh, kudos to him. But uh, you talk about offensive linemen. They've, they've had their fair share of injuries, Mike, and they just continue to get it done. And Aaron Rodgers, for the most part, pretty much staying upright. Somebody posted on Twitter that Bakhtiari was clocked at 16 miles an hour. <laughs> I, I don't know who's got this much free time to do that, but whatever. Right? Um, yeah, and and you know, Malafleur, man, um, dude's playing a shell game. He just, you know, you, you go back and check your notes and like, wait a minute, did I get that right? Because they they bring in Tavon Austin, former Ram, the former Cowboy, and you're thinking, okay, you know, Tyler Urban, he's been dealing with these ribs. He might be questionable going back into the game if they're going to get swerved back. And so they're bringing this veteran in so he can return some punts and, and uh, just get him through this game, and then we'll see what happens after that. And we understand he's got to learn the playbook if he's going to be a part of the offense like as, as a wide receiver. Uh, and then he's inactive for the game. And Swerve, you know, Urban is, is up in the game. But then he goes down with an ankle injury. You saw Shandon Sullivan uh, returning punts, and I, that's a guy that I'd seen in practice at the end of camp taking kicks and I mentioned to Leroy Butler and those guys about, this guy's got some speed. He's pretty good. So he got a chance last night. Malik Taylor got a chance to return kicks last night after Irvin went down with an ankle injury. Other injuries the Packers had, both Jay Sternberger and Equinemia St. Brown, both tight ends, leaving the game with concussions. And then the other game that was kind of funny was last week against the Bears, Corey Lindsley leaves the game with a, a knee. I think you said it was a reporter at MCL, right? Lindsley left the Bears game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So he ended up leaving the Bears game with that uh, that knee injury. You are correct. Yeah. So they what did they do? They uh, they moved John Runyon, the rookie from Michigan, into the left guard position, and they moved Elton Jenkins from left guard to center again. And it's the second or third time he's done that. And so all through the week, we just thought, well, that seemed to work against the Bears' vaunted front line, so Runyon's probably going to play. And every time you sort of brought up his name to LaFleur, he'd say, you know, we're going to put the best five out there. And you thought, right. oh, sure, we, we've got this down. So they run out there last night, and what do they do? It's not Runyon. They, they move Lucas Patrick to left guard. They move Billy Taylor from right tackle to right guard. And they bring back in Rick Wagner, the guy that they brought in the offseason at right tackle. Uh, you know, and I just thought that that was interesting how they made all those different kinds of moves. So after the game, we asked LaFleur about, so you brought in Rick Wagner at right tackle instead of the rookie, John Runyon, the left guard? Yeah, we've, we we have a lot of confidence in, in whatever route we were going to go, whether it was, you know, with Runyon or with Rick. And uh, that's a credit to just the, the depth that we have in the offensive line room. That's a credit to Adam Stenovich and his ability to get those guys to go out there and uh, compete at a high level each and every game. And so we didn't feel like there was necessarily a bad decision we could make there, but we're always going to go with whoever we feel is going to give us the best chance to win. And, you know, Billy had experience going against this front. This is a damn good front. And uh, we know with Fletcher Cox and he's going to line up 
on our right side and Billy battled him last year and did a, a pretty darn good job against an elite player in this league. And so that gave us confidence that he could go in there and do it again. And, and, you know, they got Brandon Graham on the right, right side. And I thought Rick did a, a really good job. And I thought all along our whole offensive line played a really, really good game. I, you go back to that third down that we hit Bobby on, on that long touchdown. And, you know, Aaron had all day to throw and that's, that doesn't happen without the guys up front and they don't always get the credit and it's never sexy uh, necessarily being an offensive lineman, but uh, we would not be able to produce the the yards, the points, uh, get a win without the efforts of those guys because it always starts up front and those guys did a damn good job. So, I mean, he gives a lot of credit to the offensive line, but he saw something in experience from last year that changed the fact that Runyon did not get the start and Wagner did instead. So I, I, I like the fact that they're using a lot of the information at their availability, but it's not just one standard thing just because. It's some things that they've seen in the past that have, has made them believe that uh, they, can, they can be a better football team by putting this particular group on the field as opposed to what they've done in the past. Exactly. Uh, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk more with Mike Clemens. Uh, some interesting stuff. Stay tuned. Uh, this portion brought, brought to you by our friends at Massage Envy on Capitol Drive. That's in Brookfield out here in my neck of the woods. Introductory offer for a customized facial, just 60 bucks. Listen up, a great gift idea. And they got uh, $110 in gift cards. If you buy that, a $110 gift card, you get a free hour-long service. That's at Massage Envy on Capitol Drive in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Call them, 262-786-5060. That's 262-786-5060. I might have to do that just to, just to stress of being me. No, I'm going to have to go get one. You know, there you go. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Rigger is going to field this at the 26. Off a one hop, picks it up. Uh oh, watch out! Down the 40! Trying to wiggle past the putter, stiff arms him, he's in! What a run back! This game ain't over! Get him the ball, let him go in one play. Look at the way he tries to figure out how to get around J.K. Scott. I don't think that was J.K.'s best punt by by any stretch, and he knows we we got to be more consistent in that regard. But also just the coverage, uh, you just can't can't have that happen. I think Rieger is is a talented returner. He's I mean he's a, I know he's a rookie, but uh, he's a guy that we definitely had you know had a high regard for throughout the evaluation process when we were going through it uh, in the draft prep. You just can't have that happen. We just got to get better and we got to make sure that we got the right people in there to go down and, and, and make a play. And you're right, that can get you beat. J.K. Scott, kind of looking like uh, Ichabod Crane or Nigel. Nigel Groff uh, from the replacements. Not one to get hit, boy. I tell you what, uh, the special teams have not been great over the last few weeks. Packers still get the win. Uh, coming up tonight, you've got two games. you got the Steelers hosting Washington and the 49ers hosting Buffalo, although it's going to be out in Arizona. What's for dinner? Our friends at Quick Trip, they got you covered. So when you ask what's for dinner, go to Quick Trip. Get those pothole pizzas. Get yourself the fried chicken. They've got those take-home heat-and-eat meals, all kinds of good stuff at Quick Trip. And don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card along the way as well. Joining us, uh, Mike Clements, our Green and Gold Insider, is here. And uh, special teams not great, Mike. Uh, over the last few weeks, they've given up uh, some penalties. They've given up some first downs. They've given up a couple of touchdowns. They've missed some extra points. Hasn't been their uh, brightest moment. Rich Goslin, who tracks special teams in the NFL for the Dallas Morning News, 
going into the game, I think he had punt coverage for Green Bay 31st. Uh, kick coverage was like, I think it was 26, I remember reading. You know, and then they gave up that one before. Darius Shepard got cut, essentially, because of his lack of kick coverage. They brought in or his returns. Um, yeah, that special teams, not where they need to be. On that return last night from Hertz, as you heard LaFleur say, you know, we knew this kid coming out of the, or not Hertz, uh, Rieger, uh, Jalen mm-hmm, Rieger, Rieger, the wide receiver, yeah. with the big returns. We knew about this guy's ability going through our draft stuff last spring. I mean, we, we'd, we've been talking about this kid since last spring. It looked like Kamal Martin may have whiffed on that punt return, which, you know, definitely got the Eagles back in the game last night. But, you know, it's something to obviously they got to address. And jobs will be up. People, maybe they'll bring up another guy from the practice squad. Guys are going to get opportunities to replace those who were in those lines last night. So uh, last week, um, the defense, eh, they've looked okay, but uh, they've started to look better here as of late. They're only giving up in the last five games 19.6 points per game. But I found it interesting that the defensive guys, the leaders, took it upon themselves to say, hey, uh, we got we got to change a few things up. Even though they're starting to trend in the right direction, they wanted a little more control. And there's been questions raised this year about the way Mike Pettin is using some of his prized free agent linebackers like Preston Smith. You know, you even see listeners of the show tweeting to you during the games, why is Preston Smith dropping in coverage? Why isn't he going after the quarterback or mm-hmm. holding the edge on the run game? And, you know, we asked Pat and that, and they were trying different things. Well, the answer is they were bringing along Rashawn Gary to the point where about 10 days ago we're talking to the outside linebackers coach, Mike Smith, former player himself and a coach, with Patton, you know, brought him up through Jets and Ravens. And Mike said, you know, I'm, I'm not really happy right where Preston's pass rush is right now. I mean, he just said it bluntly. And then, uh, you know, on Friday's show, when you were off, I was talking to Joe about this. I said, there's something wrong with defense. Because all, all this stuff that's going on offense, and there's a lot of good things happening in offense, but they're all open. And players talking about coaches and coaches talking about players. And I don't hear this. You know, there's this divide or lack of credit. You know, hey, my coach told me this. I don't hear that from the guys on this defense. So last week, Preston Smith sat down because, remember, he didn't start against the Bears. It was Rashawn Gary that got it. Mm -hmm. And then the Packers said, oh, no big deal, man. They were in 21 personnel. They came out with two tight ends. And with that, we're going to respond with this package where Rashawn Gary's on the field, not Preston. So Preston was asked by Tom Silverstein from the Journal Sentinel this question. You know, there there were a couple times during that game where maybe, you know, guys were not quite aligned correctly, like on that 57-yard run and things. Is there a, a need to be a little simpler, do you think? Uh, no, nah, we just got to, you know, got to execute better. That's what it comes down to, execution. Well, uh, apparently they did need to make it a little simpler because I think Zedarius, correct me if I'm wrong, after the game yesterday said, we all got together and went to the coach. Yeah. You know, that talk, you remember like the, what was it, the 57-yarder to start the game the Bears had with David Montgomery yeah. coming yep. right up off the, you know, the A-gap there? Mm-hmm, yeah. And you look at it, and it's it's like no one lined up there. A Tyler right. Lancaster, defensive lineman, that's a smart kid from Northwestern. And when you watch these guys practice this stuff, I mean, it looks like the choreography from a chorus line sometimes. <laughs> it's 
you know, you zigzag this way, you cut this way, you fake this way, then come back around here, there's three or four guys motion. And they call it, you know, bring the house, or they have all these different names for it. And if one guy is off, it throws it out. And I asked Preston during that press conference, I said, all right, let me ask you this. Are you ever just allowed, do you have the freedom to use your instinct? You know, Clay Matthews talked about that. If I see a green light, I'm going for it. And Preston said, well, yeah, maybe. He said, but, you know, you don't want to get too out of line from your assignment because if you think you see a gap over the guard and you forget that that's where Kenny Clark is going, you two literally, you know, 250, 300-pound guys are going to cancel each other out and you're going to create an open And we've seen that. Yeah. We've seen that. Yeah, guys running into each other. So last night, here they on that pathetic, banged up, um, you feel sorry for them, Eagles offensive line, they get like seven, eight sacks against them, and Zadarius Smith drops this one in the press conference. We we had a chance to talk to the D coordinator. We told him, man, if he could keep it simple for us, man, we would get out to the quarterback. Um, and he did that for us. And as you can see, man, we had a field day today. I think it was eight sacks. Was it eight, seven? You know, um, I think it came to it. You know, everybody was getting a little frustrated, man. We wasn't – wasn't nobody up front having a, the type of year uh, that they want, so – um, we just knew, man, we, we go communicate with them, man, and just keep it simple. I think it was me, KC, and uh, Preston. You know the year Preston been having, he been doing a lot of dropping. So, man, as you can see, man, for him to go forward, man, he's been a, a big impact for us, man, and we're just glad, man, that we get the opportunity to do that. Well, it's nice, though, that their coaching staff not only has captains on that team that are willing to kind of get themselves together and go to the coaches and say, hey, can we do this? And they'll listen. But the fact that uh, they kind of promote that, right? Right. But, you know, here's the question. So Kenny Clark and the Smith brothers go into Petten's office and say, look, dude, it's too complicated. We're making mistakes. It doesn't have to be that way. Matt LaFleur was asked then, okay, your defensive guys did this. You know, uh, how do you feel about players coming forward and trying to flip a game plan? There's a lot of hours that we put in as coaches and studying the tape each and every week. And certainly uh, the more you can get everybody on the same page, the better the better off we're going to be. I'm not saying I, I've always receptive to, to guys sharing their opinion. And, and I always tell them, you know, I'll, we'll always listen. I can't guarantee we're always going to do what exactly what you guys want to do, but I definitely think that there is an openness there and that we, we have to be willing to listen. How does he feel the defense is overall? He, every week he says, well, we got to shore that up, and he sounds more stern at times about, hey, th- this, this has got to get fixed. Yeah, and, you know, Gary asked last night in the postgame show, too, uh, we see all these players slipping on the Lambeau Field turf, and not mm-hmm. just last night, like during the loss to the Vikings. What's going on there? And you see Darnell Savage slipping on the turf, which makes Dallas uh, Goddard wide open for that 41-yard catch. I'm surprised that he didn't score on that. He kind of was weird the way he handled the football. They were able to catch up and, and bring him down. Or what about the fact that they, you know, even in fourth down last night, um, they were unable to get stops? I know, obviously, the 4th and 18, nobody wants that. Um, But I thought, for the most part, you could feel that rush getting after the quarterbacks. Even They were able to avoid and get out and get loose a few times. But I thought, for the most part, it it sure felt like our defense was was playing aggressive, was playing some tight coverage, 
And I know there were a couple plays where they had some guys wide open where, um, you know, we, we can't have guys slipping out there. This is our home field advantage is, is just knowing, knowing Lambo, knowing the field. And uh, anytime you get guys slipping, I mean, obviously that's you give up some big plays. And that's exactly what happened on a couple of those where there were guys wide open. And uh, you look out there and you see a guy on the ground and uh, we just can't have that. But, um, you know, I thought I thought Mike did a nice job. So let's do this. Uh, I know we're running a little bit late. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back more with Mike Clemens, our Granny Gold Insider, coming up next in the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Second and seven. Big running lane, and Jones takes off into the secondary, and now sprinting down the sideline. Wiggles past McLeod, and he's all the way to the end zone. Not to be denied. Seventy-seven yards. We we ran a similar play uh, the play before, and I felt like I uh, was close to breaking it. Somebody just got a hand on me, and uh, Aaron called a, a similar play in the huddle, and. Um, I knew if it was if I if I seen a little crease, I'd be able to break it in. On that run, I, I have to give credit to my teammates. You know, they without them, I wouldn't have been able to finish that run with uh, Lazard, uh, uh, MVS, and Bobby finishing downfield. And as soon as I turn around in the end zone, all my teammates are there, so I know they were all hustling, getting blocks. And without them, it wouldn't have been possible. Everybody was downfield. There you go. The words of uh, Aaron Jones as he had that big 77-yard gash last night. Against the Philadelphia Eagles, Packers get a win. They go to 9-3, 30-16, the final. Now they get ready for the Detroit Lions. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Uh, they've got hundreds of vehicles marked down right now. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. See all that they have to offer. They are family-born and employee-owned. Everybody there is an owner with a vested interest in your complete satisfaction. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, joining us. And uh, so, Packers, nice win. Uh, Defense played uh, good. They only gave up nine. Uh, Special teams weren't great. Uh, Offense played well against a good defensive front. A lot of good stuff going in the right direction right now. And after that run from Aaron Jones, you know, that's kind of one of those pay that man moments, you know. Mm -hmm. And that story, you know, has gone dormant, you know, after Dalvin Cook and the Saints signed up Alvin Kamara and that Saturday morning before the kickoff of the season. And, you know, people just stop asking Aaron Jones about that because there's there's nothing new. And then they did the deal with Bakhtiari, and then you just wonder what this guy's got to do. He's in the top five in so many categories. Um, he's got seven touchdowns because he had, you know, a ridiculous amount last year. But just, you know, average yards per carry, Missed some time there uh, with the injury that he had that when he tweaked the calf in, uh, in practice a couple weeks ago. But, you know, and he's so aware, you know, and I just realized next time we get Aaron Rodgers, that's my question for Aaron Rodgers. Talk about Aaron Jones and his just football IQ, his awareness, because I go back and I, th- I mean, back to maybe Dorsey Levins, maybe Ryan Grant. Um, this guy's almost like having another quarterback in the backfield. He's also a pretty clever guy. You know, you've had him on your show a couple of times now. 
Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about Madden, and he's featured in Madden. Oh, you know, over the weekend I was at a grocery store, and you could see him face on boxes of cereal <laughs> in the store. <laughs> so he said, have you played the new Madden that he's in yet? He says, no, you know, I need a PS5, a PlayStation 5. And he said that a couple of his teammates, Elton Jenkins and the defensive lineman, Montrevious Adams had got a one. He goes, well, where'd you get it? And so they told him, well, there's a guy that if you know if you trade a jersey, uh, you can he's got a PS5 for you. I don't know if this guy is selling out of the trunk of his car, but we asked Aaron Jones about that and if he played the new Madden yet. I haven't gotten to play the new one yet. Uh, I'm actually going to download the next gen one when I get home. I recently got the PS5, so thankful I was able to get my hands on that. Uh, I actually had to trade a jersey with the guy. <laughs> Um, okay. I seen he, I seen he had, uh, gave Elton a PS5 for switching a Jersey and Montrevious as well. So I, I messaged him, I'm like, how much are you selling the PS5 for? He's like, oh, a thousand bucks or a Jersey. And I was like, Jersey, but I'm, I'm excited to play it. It, it looks like me. I had to ask my brothers, like my body type looks like this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's the really good. Dads are scrambling to get these PS5s. You can't get them anywhere. Right. So if you see a guy around Wisconsin wearing an Aaron Jones jersey or Elton Jenkins or Montrevious Adams, he might be the one with the PS5s in the trunk of his car. You know. Yep, that, that might be the dude right there. By the way, Mike, just to okay, uh, you do incredible work covering the Green Bay Packers. However, when it comes to your chili dog and Skyline Chili, the mustard goes on the bun, then the dog, then the chili, then the cheese. Did I do it the wrong order? You you had it out of order. You had the hot dog, then the chili cheese, and then the mustard on top. I'm, I'm just busted. I'm just helping I'm you out. I'm busted. No, I, I put the dog in there. Then I put the skyline over it, the chopped onion, the, the yeah. cheese, and then I put a little bit of the mustard on top there. Yeah. So I'll get. I'll. You know what? I'll practice tonight. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, go have it for seconds. Yeah. Watch that cholesterol go. Yeah. Exactly. I'll well, we got down. plenty of football. Yeah, we got uh, football starting at four o'clock today. Two games today and one more tomorrow. So uh, good stuff. Life is Mike, good. Good, st- good stuff as always. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Billy. See you, pal. There you go. Mike Lemons joining us. Mike had it on his Facebook page. He calls me. He texts me over the weekend. He's like, "Where do I get that skyline?" I said, "Well, pick and save is Kroger's now, so it should be at all the pick and saves. Go down that chili aisle by Hormel and get past the Hormel and get the uh, get the get the other stuff." And uh, sure enough, it ended up uh, finding its way into Mike's uh, pantry cupboard. So he had some skyline over the weekend. I just I saw the picture of it. I'm like, ah, I did it wrong. Did it wrong. Hey, coming up tomorrow, big one tomorrow. Ball, not, not only is Brian Baldinger going to be here and give us some of the breakdown, but uh, Jordy Nelson, former wide receiver for your Green Bay Packers, is going to be here. So we're going to have a good time tomorrow. Should be really, really fun. Looking forward to it. So uh, until then, until then, time for us to get out of here. But uh, don't forget, tomorrow – Got Ryan Ward of the Green Bay Press Gazette, Zach Heilprin talking some Badgers, Brian Baldinger, and Jordy Nelson on the program. Time for us to go. Have a go. See You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.